Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org notes. And then I saw Jesus. He was waiting for me to come right to the threshold. And then he said, no, not yet. And then the angels on the sound of his voice just whipped me around and they marched me back down the corridor that I just come from. And I woke up in my body. No matter where you live, you can live safe in times of trouble. How? Find out today on The Believer's Voice of Victory with Kenneth Copeland as he reveals the power of God's Word to surround and protect you. Learn how to activate those promises by faith. Hello, everybody. I'm Kenneth Copeland. Let's have a word of prayer. We'll get right into today's Bible lesson. You are going to like it. I can tell you that. Father, we thank you today for the Word. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. And we give you praise and honor for this mighty outpouring of the Spirit of God that's taking place all over this world. It's happening in the strangest places. It's happening in wonderful places. And we just praise you for it and we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Mm. That bless my spirit. Don't forget the downloads. Amen. KCM.org slash notes. You need them. And of course, they're free. As like everything else on this broadcast. Is that good? Amen. I want to go back here again today where we were yesterday when we closed in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. And I, I want to read again where we were when we... Uh, when we closed yesterday, that, uh, and we were talking about the righteousness of God. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things become new, and all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Know that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, has committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beseech you by us. We pray you in Christ's stead, you be reconciled to God. For he who knew no sin was made to be sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ. Made. Not, not grow up into, but made the righteousness of God. The moment you were born again, you're just as righteous as you're ever going to get. You grow in holiness, but you have been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Now, you remember I, I made this illustration where I stood up, and uh, as I stood up, I had... Now, this you're seeing. You, you see, you're not seeing me. You are seeing my physical body. I, the Apostle Paul said, I keep my body. Get it? 
I keep my body. He wrote in, in the book of Romans, the eighth chapter, he said, oh, well, in the seventh or eighth chapter, just right in there where they come together. He said, there is no good thing in me that is in my flesh. You are a spirit. You have a soul and you live in a body. Your soul is made up of your mind, your will, and your emotions. And your soul is part of your spirit, and your spirit and your soul live in this physical body. In the scripture, the apostle Paul, I mean, the apostle Peter called it his tabernacle, the place where he lived, the house in which he lived. It's, it's called clothing. We're clothed with it. And I gave you the illustration that if my body were to die, if you could see both of us standing here, we're going to look just alike. Only my spirit man's not fat and, it, and he's not old and he's not, he, he's, he's, my spirit man would look to you if I stepped out like he's about 30 years old because I'm a grown man. Now, that's the way you're going to be when you get to heaven because this thing ain't going to heaven with you until it's raised from the dead and, it, and your spirit and your body come back together as a glorified body. Amen. Now, that's another teaching there that we don't have time to get into today. I wanted to make that illustration to you again. Now, listen to this. Verse 6, Therefore we are always confident knowing that while we are at home in the body, we're absent from the Lord. For we, are not, we walk by faith, not by sight. We are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. When this, when this, this body quits, your spirit leaves the body, you can't tell the difference except you just feel a whole lot better. You can't tell you don't have a body. I have talked to people, as I said yesterday, um, two people that one of them, a very, very close friend of mine, he's, he's gone on home to be with the Lord now. But uh, he, he talked about it. And then another man that has become a friend of mine said the same thing. He was killed in a car wreck and, and, uh, as just a young man. And, and he... Uh, he, he went to heaven and a friend of his that had already gone home to be with the Lord was leading him around and showing him things. And, and he said, he, you know, he said, man, I felt great. He said, I don't remember anything about that car. So uh, this, this, is, this, this is extremely important information. Now then, I want you to watch Don and Diana Hunt and, and pay careful attention to what Diana says right here. My name's Don Hunt, and this is my wife, Diana. Uh, we live in Souk in Canada. Brother Copeland was preaching at the uh, convention center in Surrey, and the Lord was so strongly put in my heart I was to go, and I was only able to take in one afternoon. So I got there on my bike. He had uh, to one session. He was already preaching for half an hour, and I went way up high in the forest balcony and sat down. I said, okay, Lord, I'm here. I'm ready. I'm going to receive a word from you today, and I'm all ears. And I sat down, and I, I just was waiting. And as soon as I sat down and I said that, Brother Copeland stops. And, and he just goes over to Brownie Bounds, 
starts prophesying over her and he says, and for you and your company, and I went, that's me, <laughs> I'm the company. And he said, out of, out of this, uh, what I'm doing in your midst, and he, he said a lot of things. I said, um, I want you to continue to believe to raise the dead and uh, great uh, ministries of miracles and signs and wonders, healing and prosperity will come out of this. But as soon as he said raising of the dead, the Lord had been speaking to me about that, to believe him for that. So I just said, oh, okay, I take that, thank you. I, I'll continue to meditate and re receive that. I just didn't know I'd be the first one. <laughs> <laughs> literally so I meet with a few ladies and we do intercessory prayer every Friday and we changed it for Dominion Day July uh, uh, July 1st on a Wednesday and we were praying and then we were it was quite a shift a, a spirit of intercession and authority that came on us and things were shifting in the heavenlies and I stopped I said Heather you know I just really sense there's gonna be an attack in our life and, she, and I said we better deal with it now well little did I know four hours later that this accident would occur. So I'm on a second floor balcony and I was pitching countertops and bookcases off and there was no railing. So my, I was unwisely up there without a railing and I got either fell, pitched, I wasn't sure, something clipped my arm, went straight down towards the ground and I saw the rocks down below and I, I was gonna hit it with my head and I knew it would be bad. And before I hit the rocks, I just, out of my spirit, because of the word that's sewn into us, uh, you just never know what's going to come out in a pickle. <laughs> so anyway, out of my spirit, I just screamed, Jesus, I claim healing. And I hit the rocks hard and, and I heard this crack and, and a blinding light and then it went dark. When I was down there, two angels picked me up, a big one on the left and the right, and they escorted me down this corridor. And it was like gravel with grass and flowers. And then I saw a bright light and I thought to myself, oh, lots of people have a bright light experience, right? And then it got clearer and more detail and more detail. And then it became sharp and it was like the kingdom of heaven came into view and I got closer and closer as these angels are literally escorting me there. And then I saw Jesus. He was waiting for me to come right to the threshold. And then he said, no, not yet. And then the angels on the sound of his voice just whipped me around and they marched me back down the corridor that I just come from. And I woke up in my body on the ground in excruciating pain and I was screaming, my head, my neck. And the paramedics, when they come, they strap you like, you know, you've had a severed your neck and uh, put me in the ambulance. And as they raced to the hospital, I heard them saying, oh, we've lost her, she stopped breathing quick. And they said, get the gas on her. And they said, Diana, stay with us. I just stopped breathing and everything got calm and things, I, things started to go dark and I started going backwards and I knew I would just turn around and see him and I go back and I went, oh great, I get to go back. Um, and then I heard Jesus say at my left shoulder, right there, he was right there and he said, it's my breath in your lungs. And he said it again, it's my breath in your lungs. And I just remember thinking, okay. And I, I just took my first breath and I said, it's your breath in my lungs, Jesus. And they went, what's she saying? She's back. And they took the mask, take the mask off. And they, and I just kept saying it. It's your breath in my lungs, Jesus, all the way to the hospital. So it's really a thank you to the Lord first for being such a wonderful savior and for his love. And you know, heaven is a wonderful place and it's just all about Jesus. <laughs> and that, and that the word sown in us, uh, um, you know, the partner letters that we get from Brother Copeland, Sister Gloria, they, they mean a lot to us. I just want Brother Colton and Sister Gloria to know that, that we take those letters and we read them, we pray over them, we thank God for them, 
that, that Brother Copeland and Sister Gloria honor um, their spiritual father, Oral Roberts' mandate to take good care of your partners. Well, they take good care of their partners. And when you plug into ministries that God leads you to, to partner with, get ready for radical stuff to happen, signs, wonders, breakthroughs, things that were stuck get unstuck. It's the blessing. It's just the love of God, the favor of God in these ministries that, that are God's honored and is honoring us by allowing them to sow into our lives. And we're so grateful and thankful. Our lives have been so touched and changed and we're just getting our feet wet. Now, do you hear what she said there? I, I, I really, oh, I hope you caught this. Let me read you what something that Jesus said. Um, oh, generation of vipers, how can you being evil speak good thing? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Now, we've been talking about total immersion, getting your spirit so full of the Word of God. Remember, we talked about that last week when I kicked that big ottoman and broke my toe out of the abundance of my heart. My mouth spoke and I shouted, Praise God in Jesus' name, I'm healed. If that hadn't been in there in abundance, something else would have come out. It would have come out but we would have found out what is in me in abundance because, and you may, you may be a sweet guy and all that, but if the Word's not in there in abundance, sweetheart, it ain't coming out. Not, not at a time like that. There's going to be something else come, to mouth, uh, come out your mouth and you say, did I really say that? But now you notice what she said? She was falling. She saw that rock. She was about to hit it. And out of her mouth, she shouted, amen. Did you catch that? She shouted the Word of God. She shouted Jesus. She, hey, it came out. If it hadn't have been in there, it wouldn't have come out. Oh, my, my dear Harley, you can't, you can't. <laughs> That's what total immersion is all about. Glory to God. Close friend of mine told me, they were up in the mountains together, he and his son. And, and his, his little daughter, uh, a, a few years before, if I remember right, about nine years ago, this was many, 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 many years ago. And her little, their, their little daughter had died and, uh, and they couldn't figure out why we prayed, why did this happen, how did this happen, da, 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 da. But they came to one of our meetings and, and we got into the Word of God and then they saw they saw the, the problem was that they weren't full of the Word of God. They didn't know how to pray when that baby died, and they didn't, they didn't know how to stand against the devil. They didn't know anything. But he said, glory to God, we got into the Word of God, and we listened to those tapes, tapes back there then. We listened to those tapes and so forth. Well, some years later, he and his son were out in the woods. They, they were in a, a hiking. All of a sudden, that boy fell to the ground in a hard seizure and banged his head on the ground, and, and it, it just it looked, it looked like he killed him. He screamed at the top of his voice, just jumped out of him. My God, you in the name of Jesus, Satan, you take your hands off my son right now. You get off of him. You get away from him now in the name of Jesus. I rebuke you now. Get out of here. And his son suddenly snapped out of that seizure and he said, oh, pray, praise God, Daddy. Praise God. What happened? 
He told me later, he said, Brother Kenneth, I believe with all my heart. He said, if that word hadn't been in me, it wouldn't have come out of me. He said, the devil would have killed my son just like he killed my daughter if I hadn't have known what to do, if I hadn't been full of the Word of God. Out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth speaks. Amen. <laughs> I walked through, I walked through a, a hangar one day where my airplane was, and th this small piston twin back in those days, and it was a Cessna 310, and this model had, had uh, fuel tanks tip tanks on the end of the wings. <laughs> and the back end of that tank came down to about that size, this big teardrop looking tank like this. And the back end of it was just this high when you're walking around and it's happened before and it'll happen again. <laughs> oh, people not looking and walk up and bang, just hit the rear end of that tip tank right between the eyes. Well, I'm walking in the hangar, and the, there are mechanics around in there working on my. They're working on other airplanes, and, and and actually they they were, well, I don't matter. But I walked in there, and I heard this guy, wham, whoa, man, he banged his head into that into that uh, that that tip tank, and you can imagine what he said. And and then he looked up and he saw me, and he said, oh. I'm sorry, preacher. I said, hey, Bubba, don't let me cramp your style. <laughs> but I said, you know, Jesus said, out of the mother's of the heart, the mouth speaks. Now we know what's in you big time. <laughs> and I didn't bust it out laughing. He went, oh, I don't think it helped him a bit. <laughs> but see, that's what happened. I've noticed this. I'm thinking about the worst air disaster in the, in the history of aviation that happened on the island of Tenerife. Two 747s ran together, burst open and all kinds of flame and killed a bunch of people and all that. The cockpit voice recorder, yeah, I mean, you, you, this is general information. You, you can find it out on the internet somewhere. The captain of one of those airplanes as it hit like this, he, that one airplane's on the, on the runway like this, and the other one did this, and, and he, the nose gear of that 747 ripped this one open, and fuel going everywhere, and, and they, were, they were right here. The captain of this airplane, you shouted God's name in vain, and shouted, we're all going to die. How much better it would have been if he'd have been so full of the Word of God and so full of the Holy Ghost. If that had been the case, he wouldn't have made the stupid mistake that he did in the first place and killed everybody. But if somebody had shouted, Glory be to Jesus, we'll live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. A miracle would have, could have occurred. Probably would have because that come out of you in the power of the Spirit, the power of the Holy Ghost. When it come, when faith words come out your mouth without you having to call on them, I want you to know they got God's faith along with your faith in them. That's the, as a manifestation of the gift of faith. Whoa. That's where you want to be 
all the time. You want to do things God's way. Remember, that's what we're talking about. Let's, let's go over there right quick. I want to read that again. Isaiah chapter 55. My thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways, saith the Lord. Well, we want to do things His way, and we want to have His thoughts, and have His thoughts and His Word compounded into our spirit being, where it floods our, the, uh, floods our consciousness, where our emotions are controlled by it. When we're on the perfect will of God, I don't want any other will in my life but the perfect will of God. And to get there, boy, there's times I'm telling you that you have to get hold of your flesh and say, shut your nasty mouth and sit down and be quiet. We're doing this God's way, whether you like it or not. Get on your knees, Kenneth Copeland, and shut that unbelief up. I've done myself that way. Where you just, and I'm telling you, there's been times I slapped my own jaws hard. You remember that commercial years ago on television? I don't know, some shaving lotion. And that guy slapped himself and he said, I needed that. <laughs> well, listen, there were times I needed that. Amen. And I've done it where you just get before the Lord. Your will be done. Your will be done. Oh, he might send me to China. Well, then China's the best place you could possibly be. That's where your grace is. That's where your thrill is. Your life would be so marvelous if you're in the will of God. And he may be saying, are you willing to go to China? Hey, you better quit that. Sir, I'm yours to command. I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord. I'm willing to go anywhere. I'm willing to do whatever you say. I'm willing. The Lord said, good, I want to send you to China. I just needed to know if he's willing. Listen, these things are real, my brother and sister. This this is life in the faith lane. (laughs) Isn't that good? Now, the love way, oh, absolutely so. Love never fails. That's God. Love is, God is love. He has faith, but he is love. The love way, the word way, God and his word are one. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. So love and God and the word, this is the word of love. This is the life of love. Oh, glory to God. And you'll find in 1 Corinthians 13 chapter, love never fails. There are people that fail love, but love never fails. Anytime love is put to work in a situation and held there by faith, held there by grace, held there by the word, it will not fail. Amen. You got God's word for it. The love way, the word way. God does nothing without the Word of God. You think about this. On creation day, love, Word, faith, spirit. The love way, Word way, faith way, by my spirit, saith the Lord. We've talked about that, talked about that. That's the way this whole thing got started. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. The Spirit of God was moving on the face of the the face of the deep, now, now, see, there was, there was chaos it, the, and all that on the face of the deep. Nothing was happening 
until God said, light be, then the Spirit of God, whoa, light was. Jesus said, it, my, the, uh, I only say what I hear my Father say. I only do what I see my Father do. It is the Father that dwells within me, the Spirit of God. He does the works. Oh, glory, 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 glory. I said glory, glory, glory. It is that same Holy Ghost living inside you right now. Somebody shout amen, glory to God. Something happens in this physical body and you just step out of it and say, whoa, I feel good. Glory to God. Look at there, there's Jesus. What are you afraid of? There will not be any fear in you to die because he's given us the victory. I'll see. I'll be back. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Be sure to get the notes at kcm.org notes. And remember, Jesus is Lord.